Cybernetics with Gabriel of Urantia and Neon Emerson Chase, a series of weekly teachings on spiritual leadership, soul growth, and the principles of divine administration, presented by the mandate of the bright and morning star at the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion. The title of this teaching is An Introduction to the Stationary Sons of the Trinity part of a series of teachings on divine administration and the Urantia book. Here is Neon Emerson Chase. We're in our 10th uh, week of studying a series of um, the hierarchy, the beings of the grand universe. And um, slide one, yeah. Just for a review of what we have studied so far, not going into a lot of detail, of course. We studied the three paradise deities. It's the universal father, the eternal son, the infinite spirit. We studied the group of the supreme spirits. And again, didn't study in detail. It's like an introductory level. Um, it studied more in detail all of these wondrous beings. And what they do in the, our courses that are offered in the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion. But the Supreme Spirits are the seven master spirits and going on down, the seven supreme executives, the seven groups of reflective spirits, seven spirits of the circuits, the local universe mother spirits, the adjutant mind spirits are all considered part of this, and then they are functioning in various levels of the grand universe, which is indicated here, too. These um, <clears throat> supreme spirit groups, uh, the, the seven master spirits and the executives and the reflective spirits and the reflective image aids and the spirits of the circuits, they all have some type of reflectivity of divinity and representation of the three paradise deities as individual, the deities as individuals. Um, and so there is um, that type of reflectivity. Now, the Trinity origin beings that we've studied are the Trinitized secrets of Trinity, um, that reside on the seven spheres of the universal Father, um, the eternals of days, I love the names, the ancients of days, the perfections of days, the recents of days, the unions of days, and the faithfuls of days, and then where they are working. Today, we're going to cover a little more about the perfectors of wisdom, the divine counselors, and the universal sensors. Um, more in detail, if you want to just jot this down, in paper 19, sections 2, 3, and 4, give more detail about those perfectors of wisdom, divine counselors, and universal sensors. But these Trinity origin beings, they are not considered reflective in nature as much, especially the last three today. They're very present uh, in these um, 
as beings and personalities. And they each, in however their, their orders are created for their specific roles and functions, they partake of the Trinity nature of the united Father, Son, and Spirit. They don't represent just the Father or just the Son or just the Spirit. They represent the Trinity. The Trinity is the three of those combined together in their ministry. These Trinity origin beings together then, when they work together in all these levels of the grand universe and super universes, they comprise then the grand core of Trinity administration. Remember, Trinity. Trinity means all three of those deities together in union. They, they uh, represent them, the Trinity administrators, rulers, executives, advisors, counselors, and judges out there in the, in the seven super universes. Now, we're going to be looking a little more at the divine counselors, universal censors, and perfectors of wisdom. I wanted to point out that these three beings have been the authors of the papers we've been studying. The divine counselors, we've studied some of the information from the foreword, some of the information from papers one through nine that are about the three paradise deities, and papers 17 through 19 about the supreme spirit groups and trinity origin beings. The divine counselors have offered those, and they authored individual divine counselors, not all together as a group, three other papers. But I wanted to read something that a divine counselor said after indicting paper one on the universal father, saying that he, this particular divine counselor, is going to be the author of the other papers about the deities. It's the sign-off. He says, presented by a divine counselor, a member of a group of celestial personalities assigned by the ancients of days of U- on Uversa, the headquarters of the seventh super-universe, to supervise those portions of this forthcoming revelation which have to do with affairs beyond the borders of the local universe of Nebadon. I am commissioned to sponsor those papers portraying the nature and attributes of God because I represent the highest source of information available for such a purpose on any inhabited world. I have served as a divine counselor in all seven of the super-universes and have long resided at the paradise center of all things. Many times have I enjoyed the supreme pleasure of a sojourn in the immediate personal presence of the universal Father. I portray the reality and truth of the Father's nature and attributes with unchallengeable authority. 
I know whereof I speak. Pretty impressive, isn't it? How much they charge? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. The universal sensors that we'll be learning about of these Trinity beings, uh, they um, authored, uh, one of them authored paper 10, which is about the Paradise Trinities, and we're going to read a section today in in paper 10. Um, And also paper 16 that we uh, touched upon in this series about the seven master spirits, and then two other papers they authored. And then the perfectors of wisdom, um, a perfector of wisdom, authored papers 20 and 21 that were about the various paradise sons of God, including the creator sons. We're going to be covering that. We have not yet covered that in this series, but starting next week, we'll be covering that. And it's a perfector of wisdom that's bringing us that information. And they serve in the super universes and local universes. And they authored six other papers that we will not be touching upon in this series. We're going to read in paper 10, uh, which is the paper about the Paradise Trinity. It's all three of those deities combined as one. We're going to read section six, the Stationary Sons of Trinity. I um, always love this section. Uh, To me, it so beautifully uh, describes what um, justice, divine justice is um, in relation to love and um, ministry, mercy and ministry. And it's so far from where we're at on this world, but it is the ideal we are to aim for. And so I'd like to look at um, slide three, please. And this is a you know, taken from what we just read, the section we just read, a summary in a way, um, that justice, you know, there's so much injustice that we experience here as human beings on this world. But true justice is inherent in the universal sovereignty of the Paradise Trinity, And it's justice is never a personal attitude. It's always a plural function. So not one personality can judge another personality or even a situation. It has to involve a group of persons who have different perspectives, different experiences. We learned in this section that we just read that the Father is the law. The first source and center provides the law. We also know that all law of God is based on love. The Son administrates the law, and we also know it is administrated with love and the mercy of the eternal Son. And then the infinite Spirit reveals the law to the persons of the grand universe. And it's through ministry that the Spirit reveals the law and helps from Havona clear down to our evolutionary worlds um, at our level 
What is the law of God? We also learned that we humans, we mortals, we have no full understanding of divine justice. And thus, the various personalities that we're learning about that come from the Father, the Son, and the Infinite Spirit, and from the Trinity, they are adjusted, they're created to coordinate the ministry of love and law in the experiential universes of time, from super-universe level clear down to evolutionary world level. And so we are learning about these beings, starting at the very top and working our way down. Justice, we learned also, is an attitude of the Trinity. And I would say that the majority of human judges from the Supreme Court um, of the United States on down to little city courts, family courts in our country, uh, they do not necessarily have the attitude of the Trinity. Uh, there may be some individual persons who are wiser and more advanced in their ascension, who have a little bit of the understanding and attitude of divine justice and try within their court system to apply that in their role as judge. But the majority have just don't understand it. What the attitude of the Trinity for justice is a combined love, mercy, and ministry of those three paradise trinities. Thinking about that, we here at our level, in our community, in our culture, in our training, um, how does that apply to us as individuals within our roles uh, as parents, as friends, as ministers, as counselors, as supervisors, as eldership, how do we apply true justice and the attitude of the Trinity, which includes love, mercy, and ministry? It takes a lot of energy and time. Let's go on to the next uh, one. Thank you. This is uh, based on, this information is based on what we just read, as well as um, from the sections 2, 3, and 4 of paper 19 that I referred to. Divine judgment is a soul of fairness. Many people here on this world do not feel like they get a fair shake, um, whether it, they feel misjudged by their boss or a child by their parents or a student by their teacher, or an employee by their boss, or whatever. Many feel like that there has been unfairness in the assessment of them and a decision that was made about them. And so our responsibility as human beings who are trying to reflect the love, the mercy, and the ministry of the paradise deities in our human lives, 
wherever we are in whatever we're doing, whether it's in the gardens, whether it's in an office, whether it's counseling someone or talking to um, someone from the public or whatever, um, how can we reflect that in that moment? That's a challenge, and that means we have to be very mindful and prayerful and walking in the will of the Father in order to reflect that highest love And are we souls of fairness? If we're at all emotional, if we have an emotional charge on a person or a situation, and we all here are quite emotional beings, and we operate from that, we will not be fair. We will not perceive the situation in uh, fairness within the reflectivity and representation of the Trinity at our level. Um, We learned about the three ancients of days who always worked together as a group of three, as a triad, and all of their administration and rulership of their specified super universe. They never operate individually. And the buck stops with them of any events that happen. It ends up and it stops with them. But when it comes to judgment and applying justice of God's law, they are assisted by the Trinity origin beings that we were talking about earlier who are created perfect and are created for the job that they do. And they function in that job. And so it's the perfectors of wisdom, the divine counselors, and the universal sensors. I had mentioned earlier that they're not like, for example, the reflective image aids. They do not reflect. um, They're not reflective of the Trinity. They are. Their whole being embodies, for example, the perfectors of wisdom, they are the wisdom of the Trinity. The divine counselors are the counsel of Trinity, and the universal censors are the judgment of Trinity. They, together, working together, are a union of divine insight. However, in Making, finding evidence and gathering evidence, trying to find the facts in judging uh, one person or one personality, whether mortal or celestial, trying to judge the situations, all of that, they are assisted by trinitized beings. And trinitized beings are perfected through experience. So they're ascended mortals. And so we have the mighty messengers that we haven't really touched upon. Um, And they are those ascended mortals who have been rebellion tested. And they work very closely with the perfectors of wisdom because you need that other 
perspective of the human experience when it comes to judging mortal situations. Then those high in authority are mortals who have ascended and are in this function, and they have had enough experience that they are tremendous governors. We could use a few of them fusing with almost every state government in our nation right now. Those without name and number are mortals who have ascended in perf into perfection that are able to worship. We can't even understand their level of worship of communion and, and fusion with the universal father of all. But they help the universal sensors because as humans, they started out as little animalistic beings like all of us, very stinky, very messy, and they have come to this point. They have ascended to this point. But because of their experiences of what they have, what it's been like to be a human at that level, um, they can give much of their insight and perspective to the universal sensors who were created in perfection. So it's very beautiful that you have a twofold uh, way of judging and true, you know, fact finding any any situation be the, between, um, you know, f providing the evidence um, for any situation in any person. There is a tribunal of Trinity divinity that presents each situation to the ancients of days. It's nine personalities. Um, there's one perfecter of wisdom. There's seven divine counselors. And there's one universal censor. And the, that remember that the perfecter of wisdom, the divine counselor, and the universal censors before they give their findings, they worked very closely with the mighty messengers, those high in authority, and those without name and number, those who are experiential beings. So then let's go on to the next slide. The roles in the super universes of the divine triad of executive judgment, which are, of course, the perfectors of wisdom, the divine counselors, and the universal censors. They work together, they're coordinated, they're considered equal, but they each have their distinct perspective. These three orders of beings, we're told, constitute the highest orders of beings who may and do engage in the work of revealing truth to individuals, to individual planets even, and systems. So they work even down at the level of an evolutionary planet. They work in systems, they work in local universes, and they work at the super universe level too. And this we is information that is... Um, presented in paper 19. Uh, perfectors of wisdom, they personify 
the wisdom of divinity to the worlds of the super-universes. Now, there's one billion in every super-universe, so you can see they, they spread out. You know, they're out there in constellations and systems and major sectors, minor sectors. They're throughout the whole thing. And they do, all three of these beings participate in the government of the Ancients of Days. So they don't, you know, they're very multiple in what they do, but they're also very defined in their roles. In other words, they have a well-defined job of responsibilities uh, of what they do, and they stay in their lanes. They don't deviate. We humans have a terrible time. We're not real clear often about our responsibilities, and we often don't stay in our lanes and lack focus and, you know, impose ourselves in other people's lanes that cause sometimes terrible collisions. But they represent then I was. You have to think about that one. I'm not going to get into a lot of that right now. But just what does that mean, I was? It's past tense. Then the divine counselors, there's uh, three billion of them in each super universe, and they are the council of deity to the realms of the super universes. And they, of course, are part of administration. They take part in many things, and it is I will be. Think about that and think about the role of counselors on this world. What, especially here in our culture, our divine administration culture, what is the role of a counselor? Does it fit I will be? All right, then the universal censors. They are the judgment of the Paradise Trinity in the super-universes. And remember, they don't come to any conclusion that they take to the Ancients of Days until they have combined that with a, a perfecter of wisdom and seven divine counselors on their tribunals. And all of those beings have interacted with the ascended mortals too, the experiential beings. Their decisions then, because it's a plural thing, and they take into consideration everything. It embraces the unified wisdom, counsel, and judgment of the Paradise Trinity. And they are I am. I found it very interesting that in this section four on the universal censors, I think it was four, of, of paper 19, um, we're told that they're, they are very much a part of the dispensational adjudication of evolutionary worlds. Well, we're going through an adjudication right now. Um, and so where are they in this? Some of them have been part of helping bring through some of the continuing fifth epical revelation papers. So what part are they playing right now on this planet? And of course, if they're here, because they ain't hanging around alone, so are the divine counselors and the perfectors of wisdom.
And I found it very interesting in this section about the universal sensors that they gather, when they gather all this information from the perfectors of wisdom and their team and the divine counselors and their team, the facts and the truth. And if you always notice, the Urantia book uses facts as one thing and truth as another. Because sometimes a group of facts does not really present the truth of a situation. And that's something you have to think about and how have you experienced that in your life. But what they do with all this evidence that's brought to them, they're able then to formulate new meanings and originate new values from the association of these facts, truths, and findings. It becomes more perfected when, when it comes to them because they put it all together and they are, you know, they are the judgment of the Paradise Trinity. Somehow it's funneled through that and then they take it to the Ancients of Days and we're told the Ancients of Days have never said, we don't agree with you. They always know that these are reliable decisions that are brought to them. And so this is just touching upon this, just touching upon it today. And But I wanted you to be able to sort of grasp some of the concepts and then how can we apply it in our own lives. It's a very exciting thing. So thank you very much. My name is Genevieve. I am a full-time missionary and student at the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion. And I am a starseed from Avalon. I'd like to comment on First Neon's teaching today and in regards to divine judgment and the beautiful beings that are able to relate to the mortals of time and space to um, bring about a higher um, reflectivity for all of us that we strive for day in and day out. Um, and the perception of fairness. I think that is a really wonderful way of understanding um, not only uh, our humanness in our wrong, per wrong perceptions, which we deal with day in and day out, but how important it is to realize that to have elders in your life is the most prominent way to gain the right perception and how the common person, you know, they, they lack the, um, the wanting and the desire out in the, the rustle, hustle and bustle in the 3D, unfortunately, to want elders in their lives to give them perception. And um, I feel very blessed here in this beautiful community that I've been here for um, 11 years now, tomorrow actually, um, to be part of this beautiful hierarchy that um, brings about the right perception um, to view not only connection to one another, but to become like Jesus, which is why we're here. It's the understanding of our reality and, and of course, um, the teachings for every person on any world of time and space. 
And I think part of uh, that teaching also, which in regards to right governing, is really putting you know the trust um, within your elders so that they can govern correctly. It's it's um it's divine pattern outworking itself here in our beautiful reality. So thank you, Neon, for your teaching today. Van Edicts, a weekly podcast highlighting the teachings of Gabriel of Urantia and Neon Emerson Chase, founders of the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion, home of the Global Temple of Divine Administration. For those who feel called to serve humanity as destiny reservists, visit UASPR.org. We bid you come.